home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. I always love the wild applause from the peanut gallery Listening to Rated G Radio live every Monday night. Tonight is March 14th. We're live at 7 p.m. Pacific time. But as I kindly remind you, you can take the show anywhere you'd like. We are on Apple's podcast. We're on iHeartRadio and everywhere you choose to pod. So whether you listen live like you are tonight or taking us on the road for some drive time libation, we're here for you. And it's super exciting to welcome back tonight, my guest co-host, Rebecca Fisk. I'll be bringing Rebecca back on in just a moment. I will remind everybody, tonight is not a psychic call-in, ask-a-question show. Now, if you want to call in and chat with us, we would love to have you call in at 323-657-1493. But if you're calling to ask Rebecca a psychic question, tonight's not the show. But she does welcome your inquiries on her site, IamRebecca.com. I have two show links on the body of the show that will tell you what the program is going to be about tonight and also how to connect with our guest co-host. I'll remind everybody that next week we've got rated LGBT radio's Rob Watson joining me for our usual Monday night show. He hosts rated LGBT radio on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time and always has an interesting topic or celebrity in route. Look at those calls just fall off the board. Again, love having you call into the show, but this is not the psychic call-in show, everybody. Uh, Rated Oz Radio with Mary Lou Monroe Ray will be the last Monday of the month. And then again, the first Monday is always Journey with Stephanie's Stephanie Gerard. So we've got some great programming coming up in the, in the coming weeks, and I'm excited to share that with you. Um, I'm very excited tonight again to welcome back Rebecca because it's been a month since we've talked. Believe it or not, the time has flown by. I swear to God, Rebecca, I just thought it was like, didn't we just do our show? Yeah, last month. So welcome back. Well, thank you. And yeah, it's very interesting, our uh, perception of time, isn't it? <laughs> And time is not really a real thing, as I understand. Well, we we kind of have it here on this plane to kind of make things comfortable for humans. But my understanding of it is that it, it really only is here. And, and, you know, I'll talk about the psychic work, even though I'm not doing any tonight. Um, with the work that I do, everything in the conscious field is now. There is no yesterday and tomorrow. It's all right now. It's all right here. Mm-hmm. Right in this moment. Everything, everything's now. And you know what else is in this moment, Rebecca? What's that? Daylight. Do you love the fact yes. that we've got some extra daylight? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. You, it's, <sighs> yeah. you know what? It's fine. I mean, actually, I have to tell you, I love my kids' school because I, I have a and, teenager in high school. Yeah. And what this school does, it's a charter school. And what they set up on their calendar is today was no school for anyone, and tomorrow okay. is faculty day. So the teenagers who already need tons and tons and tons of sleep and who would rather be up half the night and sleep all day anyway, actually get two days off following the losing one hour of sleep jump, which is well, brilliant. It's just <laughs> about time. I think so. Yes, about time. 
Oh, wow. Okay, so what are you doing with your extra daylight? Well, for tonight, I, I'm hanging out with you, which is awesome. Uh, oh, my gosh. And let's see here. Well, uh, we'll see how I do tonight when it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> I'll let you okay. know next time. Uh, you know, I start fading usually right around 930, so maybe I just won't start fading until about 1030. There we go. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It was odd because, you know, I worked my part-time job on Saturday, Thursdays and Saturdays. You can catch me exclusively for a four-hour shift after working all day long. So, you know, people wonder how I do it. But I just say I just power on because it's so much fun. And it really kind of is. But Saturday night at the store, they were like, do you want to work an extra hour and we'll send Howard home early? And I'm like, well, sure. So, you know, I had left my house at eight in the morning, cry me a river because my life is very easy and I'm not complaining in the least. It just sounds like a long day, but I worked all day until six, got off work, raced home to feed the dogs and then raced to work at the store from seven to midnight and did so with glee. But of course, you know, when I'm off work from the store, I come home, Rebecca, and it's not like, okay, at, you know, 1215, I'm going to sleep right away. I'm wired away right. for the next you know, a couple of hours. So probably about like two thirty in the morning, which is the latest I've been up in years. I finally said, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. So I go to sleep and I think I'm going to sleep in super late because I don't have to go to work until late on Sunday. And of course the dogs are like, no, 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 you're still going to get up and feed us and make sure we can go outside <laughs> at the same time. So, at, you know, about seven o'clock in the morning, they get me up and off we go. Um, so yesterday was a little bit of a, ooh, um, today, getting a little bit better, and we'll see. But I do like coming home and being able to, you know, see out in the yard or see my neighbors and say hello. Just weird stuff that we just take for granted when it's dark so late. So if you can put in a word with somebody to get us daylight pretty much from about, I don't know, 7.15 in the morning until about 9.39 at night, every night of the year, that would be great. Well, I hate to tell you, but you, you might be living in the, the wrong part of the country for that. Oh. Well, do and, I need to, like, kind of time say, shift, or we go to, like, well, Alaska well, or well, Antarctica? Well, well, the good side and the bad side is that you have those days where it's daylight for 24 hours, but then the flip side yeah. of that is then you also have nighttime for 24 hours. So, uh, you know, you could just move around a little bit to work it to your advantage. Well, maybe I should get like an RV <laughs> and just change my entire life and, you know, go go do that. And we'll just do the show weekly from some fascinating point around the country. Well, well I, you know, I'm in. I'll go for it. Um, I will. Um, okay. I, I <laughs> I'll, love join, I'll join on the show. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, okay. I wouldn't have yeah. a problem with that. I actually thought that would be kind of cool, but I, I thought about doing that for a summer, like taking my kid and just traveling across the country a little bit and, you know, instead of reading stuff about places, going there and actually exploring ourselves. Where would you go to today if you could? So oh, gosh. Uh, that's a really good question. Well, that's a loaded question for me right now, honestly. Um, so uh, there's a little bit of a, a tidbit of information. Uh, my nephew has a brain tumor. Oh, no. And has to have surgery. He's, you know, it's, um, it, it sounds really bad, but it's a fairly, it's, it's not a super rare kind of brain tumor. There's a brain tumor in a cyst. And um, not that there's ever anything routine about a brain tumor, but they're both sitting on his pituitary gland. 
So oh, right cow. now, if I could go anywhere, if I could go anywhere, I would be going to visit my nephew. He's having okay. surgery on the 31st of this month. So anybody who feels so inclined to say some prayers, my, my nephew's name is Patrick. He's 20. He's an amazing kid. He's been on the dean's list at his university, wanted to finish in three years and was on track to do that until this happened. And so now he's home because um, it's, you, you know, this is, this, this is, is affecting um, his vision and some other things. Mm. And so, you know, like I said, it's a couple of weeks. So, so that was a loaded question. If I could go anywhere right now, that's where I would go is to go and hang out with him. But it's also a lot of stress to have somebody coming to visit, even though, you know, I'm his aunt. So um, we're just, we're just waiting right now. We're doing a lot of praying and um, I will hopefully see him, you know, later on. I will. I mean, I have no, my impression is he's going to be fine, but it's still unnerving, this whole thing. And so, um, so that's where I would be going would be to visit my nephew. And your nephew, is that in uh, like Georgia? Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, very yeah, good. Well, nice thoughts for him, and I'm Thank sure he's you. going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be totally fine. I really do. That's my intuitive hit. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yes, and, and I have to say, you know, this morning I got up and I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to use my kiddo's fancy Nespresso coffee machine, and I couldn't get the machine to work. And I'm like, what's wrong with a coffee machine and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so I'm, I'm doing some meditating and some other things. And, you know, it occurs to me what my nephew's going through, and it occurs to me what they're going through in Ukraine. And, um, you know, I have no problems. I have no problems whatsoever. And I thought, you know, I've been – uh, doing prayers most nights um, I, through my, my spiritual teacher, Ama. Uh, there's a group of people, several groups of people who get on and, and are praying for world peace on a nightly basis. So that's normally what I would be doing this hour. Um, but I thought, you know, I want to do more. So this morning I went on and, and donated some money. And um, just in case any of our listeners are looking for a reliable source where 100% of the donation goes where you want the money to go, um, I donate to AMMA.org, A-M-M-A dot O-R-G, because the people who work for AMMA are renunciates, which means they've given up all worldly goods and money and all of that. So there is no, quote, unquote, administrative fee. So if you give them $100 to give to Ukrainian refugees, $100 will go to Ukrainian refugees. Wow. So because I know people are always saying, well, where do I donate where the money actually goes where I want it to go? And so that's an organization that does that. Um, well, yeah, AMA.org, so we're, yeah. We're blessed. Yeah, AMA.org. We are so You blessed. know, you are so right because every time I want to start bitching and complaining about whatever, I, and, you know, a lot of times I'll make fun of it. Well, this is my first world problem today. And it's usually something like I don't have hot water coming out of my distilled water machine at work, you know, and I was like, I'm going to have to heat up water in a microwave for a minute and a half. And what's this world going to, but that's my first world problem. I have a really nice life. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Mm -hmm. And I I have to say that um, my parents were immigrants and I know that my parents wish was that their kids, me, my siblings would not bear witness to the types of atrocities that they were witness to. So it's very sad right now, but um, 
You know, it is terrible. But by the so, grace of God, it really is. It is, it yeah. is just a crazy, crazy, crazy um, time to be. And I am not necessarily pleased with, you know, everything that's going on in the world. There has to be some, like, greater reason, and I'm just completely clueless to what that is at this point. Well, you know, the only thing that I can say, and this is, you know, kind of taking the spiritual thing, and that is that in the, the laws of the universe say that there will always be balance. And so sometimes we see that as the pendulum swinging to one side and then swinging all the way to the other side. And sometimes we see the light and the dark at the same time. And, you know, the, the goodness of people is being brought to light as well as the darkness. And, you know, as much as it pulls on our heart to see what's happening, um, you know, the best thing that we can do is try to stay centered and grounded and peaceful ourselves and certainly for our Mm -hmm. kids. Um, And, you know, hopefully, depending on their age, educate them a little bit about history because it is unfortunate, but human history repeats itself. Um, And hopefully we're still learning something from it. But I don't, uh, I don't spend a lot of time. I, I pray for world peace every night, and um, I do what I can, but then I come back to the place of peace within me because I know that that's the best thing that I can do is, is to stay peaceful and grounded and centered so my kid gets to as well. So. Well, on that note, I hope everybody out there is happy, safe, sound. Your bills are paid. You've got a roof over your head and a full belly tonight because that is the way the world should be. And oh, some healthy at the same time. Um, yes. On to other topics, Rebecca. Yes. How's your dating life? And I, I'm at not, and you don't have to go into detail, <laughs> but I have, I have a question. And I know that you're taking okay. some schooling right now and just kind I of am. curious how the schooling is going, um, things, insight that you've learned and anything that you might want to share, because I have a question at the end of this. Oh, okay. So you want me to answer what's well, going just, on with me first and then, and, and then answer the question? Yeah, because it's, it's going to be a loaded question because I, I, I heard this on a show today. I was like, I have to ask Rebecca this question because I am giving deep thought to how I would answer also, and I'll share my answer with you too. Um, but I was just like, whoa, that is something I'm not sure I'd be comfortable with. So, um, okay. so how's life for you? Well, life is fine. I am actually currently not dating anyone, and that okay. is – choice. Um, mm-hmm. I've had some opportunities and I have politely declined because I'm actually enjoying my own company a lot. Good. I have a lot on my plate. And, um, you know, that old adage that, you know, get to the place where you love yourself because you are the one you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And so that's kind of where I'm at and I'm actually enjoying it a lot. I'm in this place of uh, I don't owe anybody anything, Yay. and I can do what I want. And, yes, I'm still taking care of my kid, but, you know, uh, there is quite an, imp- uh, an empowerment and a peace from knowing that I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't owe anybody anything. And, um, and there's also oh, an energizing feeling about keeping my resources for myself. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent most of my life as an overgiver, and I know <laughs> I, I know Garrett that I, I got some really really wonderful advice over the years from my lovely co-host about overgiving. <laughs> and mm. um, it took me a little while, but I have taken your advice. And um, and it's not that I'm not generous. I mean, I have a big heart, and I know Garrett, you're the first person who would say that. But um, I choose where I want to invest my time and energy much more carefully now. And if I don't feel like doing something, I don't do it. I don't, again, I go back to I don't owe anybody anything. And, um, and it doesn't mean I don't live in peace, and it doesn't mean that I'm aggressive because I'm not. Um, but I am really enjoying my life right now. I am enjoying the quiet. And part of this is the gift of the broken shoulder and the surgery and learning to receive from others. We're learning to ask for and receive help and realizing that I don't have to be going in 20 different directions every day. Um, Being busy is just being busy. Is what I'm doing meaningful to me or to someone else? Mm -hmm. And so that is a really big piece of the decisions that I make right now. Um, So, you know, I will give a little bit of advice unsolicited advice, and this is based on some experiences that I've had with men fairly recently. And that is, you know, it's really, if you really want to get into a relationship with someone and you want to impress someone, the simplest thing to do is do what you say and say what you mean and be consistent. And that will get you points ahead of so many other people because there are a lot of people who are flaky. Whether they're flaky Mm -hmm. because they're intimidated by you or they're flaky because that's just the way they live their lives or they're insecure, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But if they are not doing what they say they're going to do, they're not being consistent and, um, and they're not, you know, communicating with you clearly then decide whether or not that's something that you want to tolerate. You know, there's, um, I, I listen to different experts, and, um, you know, several of them will say, the little red flags you see now will be the reason you leave later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they're not doing what they say, if they're not being consistent, and if they're not clearly communicating with you, or when you're communicating with each other, you're not, you're, you know, there, there is, um, a shutdown rather than an, an effort to get to making sure that both of you are mutually understanding each other. It, you know, keep going. If you're really looking for a relationship, if you're just looking for some fun, you know, maybe that doesn't matter so much. But anyway, that's my, my two cents of unsolicited advice. That's good advice. So the reason I asked you that, that question ahead of time and was looking for that answer is let's just assume that the planets are in alignment and Rebecca is ready to be out there mingling in the world. I have an idea for a game show that I think is really money. Would you like to hear the idea, Rebecca? I would love to hear it. Okay. So we've all seen the dating game where you have the single person sitting in a chair and then behind the wall you have bachelor or bachelorette number one, two, and three. You ask each two or three questions and you get to go out on a dream date filled with rice a It's a dream come true. Well, <laughs> what would happen, you know, because we have all of these shows like Big Brother, Big Brother, or, 
Survivor or American Idol or The Voice or any of these shows. They're all real, you know, reality shows. Real Housewives with Beverly Hills. There's nothing real about any of those people. And we had a show that was a dating show. Now, here's the catch. It could still be three people that you're going to pick from or five, or it could be, you know, it's still a bachelorette type of a thing. But what would happen if you had a dating show where three people of your choice, Rebecca, interviewed potential suitors, and then that's who you had to go out with? Now, assuming that, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Who would your three potential picker-outers be and why? Oh, my gosh. So you're asking me? To decide of anybody on the planet, or is it supposed to be my anybody on the or planet? Celebrity? It's it's it could be anybody. I would say my recommendation would be that the three people that you would have screen your potential dates be people that you know, so they kind of know what you'd like to do, or the personality, or you know, look that you kind of like, so they can at least hone in on you know something that would be a realistic match. Um, who would those three people be, and why would you pick them to let them pick your future mate? <laughs> well, okay, and, and you probably already know this is coming, but you'd be my first pick. Do you want to know why? Yes, I totally want to know why. <laughs> well, the first reason is because you are intuitive, which we have talked about. Mm-hmm. You know me really, really, really well, and there have been occasions when you've known me better than I've known myself. I'm thinking about a couple of uh, long drives up to the Bay Area where you and I have been on the phone literally for hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and because, also because, you know, trusting your intuition about knowing who I am, but then also getting an impression about the other person intuitively. Um, but also I know that there's no way you would let me go out with somebody who wasn't high quality. And you'd rather come back to me and say there's nobody here that's, that's for you. Then mm-hmm. have me go out with somebody who's just okay. So okay, so one friend. down. Okay. Okay, I can and think about who might this. two other I people. Be? I know, right? This is a oh tough my one. Gosh. I don't know because I'm thinking. Oh, I don't know. I might want some celebrity to help me out with this. Um, well, that would okay. Now wait. Let's just be real. That could be for ratings grab week when we have to enlist oh, no, 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 the help of. Oh well, no, but that's when we bring in you know the celebrities to help get you your date for the week. So we can okay. you know, really boost the ratings. But this is just the everyday, everyday show. Okay, gosh. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. This is like, this is really. It's a hard question, question, right? It's a hard question. I know because, you know, I have really great people around me. Really great people. And I don't know that I could narrow it down to three because, of course, you know, if I'm just rattling off the top of my head, well, I want Stephanie for the intuition and the, the psychic stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have my, my, you know, my very closest friends who all know me well, and it's kind of like almost like I want to lump them all into one. Um, you know, like there's my friend Sandra who's known me since I was four years old, but then I can't leave out Danny and Andy and Amber because they all, I mean, like the four of us are – like, they all know me really, really well. Um, so, yeah, could I do it like that? Could I have one, one judge be my, my Amber, Danny, Andy panel, and then and Sandra, and then Stephanie and you? Could I do I that? I think that, that could work <laughs> because what could happen is that you, your third person could be 
a rotating third person. I'll take that. I'll take that. That works. That, okay. That could so be a really interesting twist because maybe Danny might interview somebody and go like, this would be really good. But one of your other friends would be like, oh, no, 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 no. Rebecca would be yeah. so much better off with this other person. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I like that. That okay, could be cool. that could be totally fun. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. So I um, thinking about this. Okay, because you know I'm I'm at the point where I'm ready to you know, start mingling again. And can yeah, I tell you about a date I had awesome. last week? So this would be like Please. so. Okay, so a lot of people that I am currently talking to, I say a lot. We're talking like a handful. You know, you chat because with COVID, I did I have not gone out on a date date for over two years, probably closer to two and a half years. So recently, I thought, well, maybe it's time to dip my toe back into the pool, so to speak. And I suddenly find myself talking to somebody who I had talked to on at least two or three different time-blocked occasions, meaning I talked to this person probably a good two, three years ago, and it was very, okay, well, if we don't meet now, it's never going to happen. It's just my experience. If we don't hurry up and meet, we're never going to meet. And I'm like, dude, you know, I, I got a job. I got you know, life. Um, I've got all this stuff going on, you know, we'll meet when we're supposed to meet. Well, okay, well, then you must not want to meet. I'm like, well, that's not what I said. But okay, fine. And months would go by, or maybe, maybe even a year would go by. And the next thing I know, here's this guy saying, hey, it's time to, you know, hey, and I'm like, yeah, I know, we've talked, you are this, you know, busy business executive, who's very impressed with himself. I know your whole thing. And he's like, Oh, hi. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm, I remember you. Well, I wrote, you know, until we meet, I just, um, blah, blah, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. Sparky. We'll call him Sparky. Okay. So a, a few weeks ago, Sparky hits me up online again and says, Hey, I'm like, I know Sparky. Um, how are you? You know? And he says, I really want to meet you. And, you know, and I said, my schedule has just kind of gotten busier, not in a bad way, but it's gotten busier. So my time is very limited. So here's my availability. And he goes, okay, great. So he invites me down to Newport Beach on my day off. So this is a, two weeks ago, I guess. So okay. I go to Newport. It's Balboa Island. You've been to Balboa. You know, narrow streets. Parking yeah. is terrible. Oh, yeah. But ooh la la, don't you know who I am? It's Newport Beach, Balboa money. You know, it's where all the celebrities of the 50s would go when you could buy houses there for a dollar because nobody wanted to live on an island and now it's like the hotbed so i go there i park my car and he's like oh there's plenty of parking no worries and of course it's two in the afternoon so there is no parking but i find a parking spot walk over to where he says to meet which is his house and he, and he i don't go to the house he says i'll meet you up front i'm like okay fine so yeah i just sold my house at 21 years so I live, you know, I, I live like by here. I'm renting a place and I'm very impressed by telling you how much I pay for the rent and the whole thing. I said, okay, great. Oh boy. And okay. So, okay. You know, you, I, mm -hmm, yeah. And so, you know, have you ever met somebody and you just meet them and you go like, you're, you're completely exactly the way you said you were. And I can completely tell that this is not going to go any place, but you know, Hey, this is like you said, sometimes you're going to make a friend. And so right, right right away, I'm like, okay, maybe this is somebody I could make a friend with because it's not somebody I'm attracted to at all. Um, but, you know, just energetically, you could just tell. So he right. says, well, come on down. We'll go for a walk around Balboa Island. I'm like, great. 
So uh, we go proceed, you know, because he's the tour guide. So I'm like, well, tell me about your job. Well, I, you know, let's not talk about that because it's very complex. And I said, well, you know, I, I am able to add like two and four together. Um, he goes, well, you know, I'm a CEO of a Fortune 1000 company and I'm in consulting and it's just very complex. I'd rather not talk about it. And I said, well, I respect that, but I'm just always curious what people do. So if you don't want to talk about that, that's fine. Um, so what do you want to talk about? So, you know, the, he I think he asked me two questions and about an hour and 15 minutes later, after we had walked the three miles around Balboa Island, it was time to go. And so he and this is what I, I took away from it. I really enjoyed the walk. This was a bright, sunshiny day. The weather was nice. Um, I got some steps in that I didn't that I would not have normally gotten. Um, and I learned a lot about the things that were going on in Balboa Island. Now, here's one thing that I don't like. I, well, the thing that I like, I'm the shiny thing, okay? Let's just be clear mm-hmm. about things. If you're going to be yeah. the shiny thing, that's why we can be friends, but I, I'm not going to be into you because you need to be shinier than you need to be just, you know, hanging out. So during this walking tour of Balboa Island, he's telling me, oh, I'm called the mayor because I just know everybody and dun, 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 dun. Oh, and my friend, oh, pardon me, I have to take this or I have to reply to this text. My friend just flew down to Buenos Aires and he's down there for you know this and that. And he told me I should go, but I had a meeting in New York next week and I only live here, you know, one week of the month. Cause that, 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 that. I guess <laughs> at some point in my life, Rebecca, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, this is just the most fascinating person I've ever met in my life. <gasps> oh, this could be amazing. Um, and the only thing I could think about is like, you are of a certain age and you're talking like you're 22 and this is what is important in life. But, you know, I guess uh, we're all different. We're all looking for different things and that's okay. But I enjoyed the walk immensely. And at the end of that, the concluding thing was he needed to find a baby pin to pin something so he could take something to the dry cleaners to have hemmed. So we walked into a store. He was very um, polite, casual, very polite. You know, said hello to everybody. And I was like making a point of saying hello to everybody, over polite, and which was just like, okay, that's also kind of showy. And then at the end of it, I gave him a hug and said, thank you very much. And, you know, he sent me a very nice text saying thank you because you know, I baked some pumpkin bread because I had Airbnb guests coming later in the week and I always baked something nice. I said, gave me an extra loaf of pumpkin bread, my CD. And he's like, what's the CD? And I said, um, it's, you know, my rock opera. And I know you probably don't own a CD player. No, of course I don't own a CD player. And I said, that's because this is a marketing tool then, and you can find me on Spotify. If you're just interested in finding out a little bit more about who I am, shameless plug for my music, Blonde Jesus, the musical, is on your Spotify show tunes right now. And you can click that from the show page right here on the radio show. So anyhow, um, sent me a nice text. Oh, I had two pieces of the pumpkin bread. It's delicious. Oh, my God. You know, he didn't eat that. Because the only thing he could talk about the entire time during the walk was how fat he was. Now, let's talk about some realities here. You know, there's there's West Hollywood fat. If you're a gay man and you've got more than two and a half percent body fat in West Hollywood, you're a cow. And then there's Orange County body fat, and I think it extends to like 5% if you're a gay man, okay? Um, last year when I starved my I didn't starve, but I intermittent fasted and worked my ass off, I got my body fat down to about 11%. Best shape I've ever been in my entire life. Hungry all day long, but I looked great. 
um, this year I've gained some weight back. I haven't exercised as much, and I'm definitely more of a dad bod now. In good shape, but, you know, for Cal- for I'm in great shape for Oklahoma. Um, I'm in fat, super fat, <laughs> obese shape for Balboa Island because apparently you are required to run around with your shirt off and show that you have less than the 4% body fat that would be, you know, acceptable to be shirtless in if you're going to be in Southern California. So, um, he, oh, I couldn't possibly, you know, because I just, I drank too much last night. You know, again, I don't drink. So if you're a drinker, well, you know, there's something that's probably not going to work. You know, just all these things, right. like you were saying with the red flags. So at the end of this, gave him a hug, said, thank you so much. And he sent me a text, says, oh, you know, so wonderful. And of course, what do you do when, that, oh, let's, you know, let's get together again real soon. And we both know it's never going to happen. And not even interest, I, you know, I said, oh, thank you so much. Oh, what a, what a lovely, personable person you are. And, you know, I've got to go by. Neither of us have made any attempt to contact each other since, and it's been two weeks. So um, that was my my first date of 2022. Now you'll know it's like middle of March. And that was also my first like social outing that has not been work-related, meaning going to my job in, I don't know, two and a half years. But it was nice because it gave me a perspective of, wow, I can totally see myself at some point wanting desperately to date somebody like that. And now going, oh, wow, you are exhausting. Can, how quickly is this walk going to be over? Because I've got to, like, you know, I've got to go take a nap. So, yeah. yeah, I asked you the three people that I would, you know, ask. And I'm going to be really seriously honest with you, Rebecca. I'm not sure I know. I know definitely you're one. So I'll, I'll tell everybody why in just a moment. But I keep thinking, I'm not sure. Because, you know, at work, everybody knows I'm gay. Okay, no big deal. I mean, who doesn't know a gay person, right? But right. I don't go around going like, ooh, that person's hot or that person's hot or my ex is like this or that, that, that. I just, you know, they just know I'm gay. Okay, great. So right. it's usually like, well, I'm going to play the gay card and we've got to rearrange the decorations in the model homes because this is totally done by a straight person and they have no taste. So it's, you know, that type of thing that we're, you know, and everybody gets a big chuckle out of it. Ha, ha, ha. But at the end, the home looks great. So, um, you know, that's just where that, that leaps. But we're also very respectful of each other's privacy. So at work, we're, we're not talking about who we're sleeping with or who we're dating or if you have somebody in your life or, any, you know, if you have somebody, it's like, okay, great. And if you want to share, you know, what you went out and did on date night or had as a family dinner or whatever, great. But we don't pry. And I really respect that. So there's not, um, you know, there's not a lot of people that I know outside of work where I'm going, okay, I know you socially enough to where you would know my type. I'm not sure you know my, well, you kind of know my type, Rebecca. So I know you. But um, <laughs> outside of that, I'm like, Remember okay, so Remember how long I've Rebecca. known you, Garrett. I know. You've Garrett. known me um, like I do years, know your type. Which, mm-hmm, you do. <laughs> I do. And so outside of Rebecca, I would need to go Rebecca's twin and then Rebecca's uh, clone for clone number three. I'm not sure. I would probably say if, if I was going to be really honest, I'd probably have to say my ex would know what my type would be. And we're still very friendly, like you and your ex-husband. You're yeah. in very good terms. Now, it's funny because mm-hmm. I have not seen my ex, who lives next door to me, by the way. It's very Melrose yeah. Place here in Huntington Beach. Um, but I haven't seen um, David for months, you know, because we just... You know, we just don't hang out. He has his own life. I've got my own. And, you know, if we need to go make a Costco run together 
twice a year we do that and it's very pleasant. Uh, but that that's it. Or if he's, you know, doing laundry, we have a shared community laundry. I'll see him there. So I'm at the, my part-time job last week and there comes David, you know, in the checkout line. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen you since before Christmas or maybe even before Thanksgiving. So it's been probably like four months and he lives literally wow. 30 feet away. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hi, how you doing? Okay, great. You know, and that was it. Um, and so I, I would say David would probably be a good judge for um, screening applicants, probably from just a looks mm-hmm. standpoint, because I think you would focus more, you would focus on looks, but you would also be looking internally and, you know, for so many other categories. But I'm not really sure I know a third person I would ask to be on my panel. And I kept thinking, well, maybe I could ask my sister. Well, she doesn't know anything. Or I could ask my cousins. They don't know anything. And then I'm like my other friends, maybe my friend Brandon, but my friend Brandon is, you know, somebody who um, is, you know, he's the straightest guy you're ever going to meet in the entire world, but he's so super cool where he'd be like, okay, dude, I'm totally going to get, okay, I know this guy. And, you know, it's, He'd be the kind of be like, I know this guy who knows a guy whose sister's cousin, brother, Ferris Bueller story type of relation to who it is, knows somebody whose best friend, sister's next door neighbor, you know, <laughs> that's Brandon. Okay. So here's why I would mm-hmm. pick you. Um, you do know me better than anybody else. So psychically, I think that you could kind of like, you know, intervene with an unfair advantage. So I would totally take advantage of that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that you would probably make a wiser choice for me. Now, here's the deal. The thing okay. that I, I, I like, I like to have a conversation with if I'm out on a date, but guess what? I don't want my brain to hurt. If you're really smart <laughs> and super bookish or like a scientist or a data analyst, we're probably not a good match because at the end of the, but I also am not interested in somebody who's like, Oh my God, I would just watch RuPaul's drag race. Okay. That. We're turning the, that channel off right now. So um, I'm not really sure where the happy medium lies, except you're a very happy medium. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's I'm not sure where the right answer is other than I'm very hard to shop for. Well, I, I don't think you're hard to shop for because I think that my opinion, of course, mm-hmm. um, but I, I believe that there are lots of possible partners for each person. Yeah. And that, you know, we get to choose. And, you know, I I kind of get surprised sometimes by the wide range of um, diversity between personalities and mm-hmm. interests and intelligence levels. And there are a lot of really nice, interesting people out there who are nice looking. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes about, you know, whether or not there's compatibility and chemistry and good communication. Yeah. Yeah. Although I I do have somebody I want to throw out at you. Okay, go ahead. Cindy. Oh, yes. Cindy would be perfect. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I think of Cindy? Okay, yes. Cindy is definitely my third person. Yes. Okay, good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because (laughs) between you and and Cindy, you'd be like, yes, that one for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can yeah, totally see that. Yeah, because the right combination of discerning and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very scrutinizing mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and very protective. So you're yeah. really I mean, good hands with Cindy. She, yeah. Well, much like she's very loyal. She's one of the world's best friends, will always make herself available for you. And so, you know, it's, yeah. that's why 
anytime I have an ask of Cindy, it I make sure it's well-timed and well-placed because I respect her time so much that um, I, I don't want to take advantage of her generosity of spirit because much like you, uh, if I needed something at 3 in the morning, you'd be there at 3.01. And yeah. you know those are relationships you really have to cherish and value and not take advantage of. So that's also one reason yeah, I don't call you up like, every day. She is retired now, though, so you know you can you can harass well, her a little I, bit. More. You know, I can't tell from her Facebook <laughs> feed with the thirty-eight thousand pictures of her new cat and her lunch <laughs> date with her husband every day. Um, yeah, right. so I think I think this will be cute for Cindy for a while, but I think at some point she's going to need to get a Walmart greeter job. Well, that or I may I may hire her to work for me, or you may hire her. But you know what I'm saying? She's going to have to do yeah. something to keep her busy because she's too creative and smart and independent and, um, you know, being a stay at home housewife, it, well, there is nothing wrong with that, but she is just going a thousand miles an hour. I just don't see this being long-term for her. Yeah. Well, she's, yeah, I, I think she'll find something else, but mm-hmm. yeah. hopefully it's with me. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Anyway, that was kind of a fun question. Wouldn't that be kind of a fun dating show, though, to see what, you you know, your friends or your family, who they think, Rebecca would be perfect for this person. And then everybody, you know, your three people, they can be completely different. But when they all get together and go, yep, these are the three people for Rebecca to pick from. They're perfect for her. You know, you have to kind of assume that your handpicked people that you think know you the best will make good choices for you. And it'd be interesting to see... From a, oh, well, why did they pick this person because of what they look like or their background or their this or their that or the other thing? Did they, you know, did they think that highly of me or did they think, wow, um, that was an interesting choice. That was one I'd never make in a million years. How in the world did you get there? Maybe that could be that, that first date where, you know, they pick somebody who you would never pick. And then you find out, wow, you know, I did go out and now we have so much in common and we've been married 20 years. Well, and, you know, actually I thought of another possibility. And that is um, having, you know, if, if we were going to do this, and so let's say we have the contestants and they choose their three people and those, those people are supposed to choose the best potential suitors. Um, it would be really fun to have a psychic also also basically checking out the potential suitors and picking who they think the person would best go out with and then find out if they line up. Well, you could be the celebrity psychic. Well, sure. I'd be happy to volunteer for that. But it would be really interesting. Like, let's say for you, so if I'm not, well, let's say Joe comes on the show and Joe picks his friend's uh, Cindy, Mike, and Sam yep. to interview, let's say there's going to be 10 people and they interview 10 people and then they decide two or three people for, mm-hmm. for the guy to go out with, right? Yeah. And then I, as a psychic, get to interview the 10 people and then I decide who I think the number one person should be to actually go out on a date with, the, with this person and then see what happens. <laughs> I, th- I think the possibilities are endless, but I think this would be a, a be hit fun. show because you would have all yeah, the behind the scenes and it'd be like, you know, okay, so Sam and Mike are trying to figure out what 
Cindy, you know, and so Cindy's like, well, you know why, um, why I'm picking, you know, Mary for Billy here is because, you know, that, that one time at band camp when Billy, dun, da, 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 Mary would be so perfect. And, you know, Mary likes to eat cottage cheese with pears also. Oh, my gosh, they're a match made in heaven. <laughs> you know, and so you have like those confessionals on why that they, mm-hmm. you know, they picked. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. a, a, a total hit show. So if anybody at, you know, VH1 wants to, you know, contact me or Kim Cart, I guess Chris Jenner, I, I'm looking for representation, honey. Just give me a call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my other thing well, this week. I've been reaching out. If she's to, seen you, she will. Well, she, yeah. <laughs> she, well, we just need to open her eyes. That is one thing that yes, I exactly. have been um, poking around for because um, I, I've got some things very exciting that I don't want to jinx by saying on air what they are, but I've got some, I, I hate that when people do that. So I apologize to you listeners, but I don't want to, you know, say it and then have it not happen. And you're like, well, yeah. um, but I've got some really cool things happening behind the scenes that I think if I had a publicist putting me on the face of Yahoo news, like all these dumb celebrities who have no business getting any press and they're getting tons, trust me. Um, I think I could see some really interesting things happen. So I've made some feelers known uh, to people who I either thought would be good at it or did something similar. And I'm not getting, again, it's the pinging intention out there and then the right thing will come to me. Like it always does. Remember when I I wanted to do the radio show and the next thing you go, oh, I want to do a radio show. I'm like, I want to do a radio show too. And you go, I know. And you're going to do it with me, Garrett. And I'm like, what? And the next thing you know, it's 11 years later. I know. It's awesome, it's isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Anyway, Absolutely we've amazing. got 15 minutes left. What's going to be exciting wow. for you, the rest of your work week? I say work week, but my work week is seven days a week. What's the exciting for the rest of your week? Uh, well, <laughs> right now, actually, okay, so I'm still recovering from my shoulder injury, which uh, – I'm doing really well. Very, very happy. Um, I went. To, I don't know if I told you this. I went to the nerve doctor. That is what the orthopedic surgeon called him. I want you to go see the nerve doctor. So I went to see the nerve doctor, and I get in there, and he runs all these tests. And basically, it's like he takes a probe, and he's basically shocking my arm and my wrist. And and uh, it's not the most pleasant, but it's not horrible, right? And then after he's done shocking me, he literally takes pins and like needles and sticks them in my arm and then shocks me through these needles, right? Nice. So, yeah, it's not some lovely, just lovely. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> got no thanks. Uh, but anyway, he puts all the equipment down and he looks at me and he says, you have no nerve damage. And I said, that's awesome. That's great. I'm doing acupuncture. I'm doing all this stuff. And he's like, no, like, I expected you to have nerve damage, uh-huh. <laughs> but you don't have any nerve damage. I'm like, well, of course not. Yeah, I kind of told myself the body's designed to heal, so I'm going to heal. But mm-hmm. it was really funny because he was just pretty dumbfounded. <laughs> and um, so anyway, I'm doing acupuncture, so I'm having acupuncture once a week. I'm doing lymphatic drainage massage, oh. uh, which is not which is not like the regular massage no. where they just focus on your lymph system. It's, it's almost like a tapping kind of yes. massage. It's different. And um, do you one fall of the asleep things when they do that, it? I do some of the time. 
I, acupuncture, I, I usually check way out. I like so relaxed with acupuncture. I love it. Okay. Um, but so the lymphatic drainage thing is really important. If you ever have a shoulder injury, um, it's the, the, the shoulder is the hardest place to get edema out of the body because basically you need a lot of circulation for that. And, you know, when you have injured your shoulder, they don't want you to move it. So like I was in an immobilizer for eight weeks. So I'm still working to get edema out of my, my hand and my arm, but it's coming along and the lymphatic drainage massage is helping. So I'm going to have lymphatic drainage tomorrow. I've got acupuncture, I think, on, oh, I think it's Friday. I'm um, jealous. I've got more classes because I'm in school. I'm using quotations around school, but my certification program for the love, sex, and relationship coaching, which is a lot, um, lots of reading, videos, lectures. Um, it's phenomenal. I love the course. It's amazing. Um, we're covering anti-racism. Uh, we're covering um, all kinds of trauma. I mean, basically, this whole first trimester is for us to learn the material and work on our own issues to heal so that moving forward, we can help other people heal. Because if we haven't done the work ourselves, yeah. you know, we're not really qualified to help others. So I love the brilliance of how this course is put together. She's also included a week off every month because the course material is so intense. And there's so much of it. We need the time. So um, I will be doing some of that work. And let's see, I've got a few sessions. I've been doing a little bit of work here and there, which I'm super happy about. And uh, I'm back to walking at 5 o'clock in the mornings on the hill, in quotations, um, on Wednesday mornings. And so super, super happy about that. We're just walking twice a week now. Um, but we used to walk three days a week, and we were doing about 14 miles a week. And so that dwindled down. And then, of course, after my little thing on December 16th, I did nothing for two and a half months. So yep. We've been walking every Saturday. We have added a mile each week. The first week, I could only do one mile. On this last Saturday, we did four miles. And um, Wednesday was our first 5 o'clock in the morning walk on the hill in months. And it was really funny because I, I, I got up there. It's my friend Danny. And I got up there, and I, I said, I woke up at 2 in the morning, and then I couldn't sleep. She started laughing, and she said, I couldn't sleep either. I kept waking up. I was afraid I was going to oversleep because we were both so excited. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. How cute is that? <laughs> well, because we love, we love, you know, having coffee, walking, talking, walking, watching the sun come up. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a really great way for us to start the day. We are both morning people. And so for us, it's just a great way to start the day. So, um, yeah, so we know we're <laughs> not like other people. <laughs> But um, we both were super happy and excited. So, yeah. And, and I will be adding mornings to this. I don't know if she can. But it's a lot easier to do that when you know somebody else is, is getting up and getting ready, too. So mm -hmm. we motivate each other that way. Um, but, yeah, I, like, it's like my life. I'm super happy, Garrett. I am so happy that I'm getting my life back now. So, I mean, and it's the little things. I, like, I still can't put my hair in a ponytail. I can't reach that high. Yeah. Um, but I can touch my nose now and my finger actually hits my nose where I'm aiming for, which it wasn't doing. <laughs> um, and it's the little thing. It's just the little thing. So, well, um, you can hear it in your voice. Week. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it, sincerely, yeah. it's not one of those. Okay. Here she goes again. I can absolutely <laughs> tell a change in your energy. You can, you can feel it in the airwaves here tonight. So I'm really excited to hear that oh. for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, 
I feel like I am in a better place than I have ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, no question. Um, and it's it's a little bit hard to explain and describe, but I know that well, you understand. And It um, is kind of like picking your nose and then sending that picture to a friend. <laughs> Just saying. I love you, Garrett. Yeah. It's uh well uh-huh. Yeah. I think the I got thing a, is I got that... some smiley faces on text right now, so yeah, we know who's <laughs> we know who's that is making that comment. Yes, mm-hmm. yes we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um it's you know, the thing is to go from and, and this is just, just the recovery piece. You know, when I first fell, I couldn't pick up anything. I couldn't hold a piece of paper in my hand. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything with my left hand and my left arm, nothing. Like, it was like, forget it. Not, I can't use it, can't do anything with it. And so now it's like, I can, I, I'm able to wear jeans. I can button my jeans again. I can, I can actually pull them up. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, and, and tying my shoes is hard, but I can do it. So it's like it's little day baby day. steps. I was able to, yeah. to, to push the button on the automatic window in my car the other day. <laughs> Um, so there's that piece of it, but then there's just the other parts of this where the healing's been happening and I've learned to say no and I'm protecting my energy. Trent Shelton says protect your peace. I've learned to do that. And, um, you know, the thing is, too, we can always take a pause. If somebody asks something of you and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I want to do that. I'm having a reaction in my body. It's always okay to say, you know, let me think about this and get back to you. Instead of feeling like you have to answer and you have to do it or whatever, it's like, no, I need to think about this. Do I want to do this? Is this how I want to invest these minutes of my day? Because the one thing about time is once it's gone, it's gone. You're never going to get it back. So Mm -hmm. how are you investing your time? Are you doing exactly what you want to be doing? And if it's not exactly what you want to be doing, is the, the, the benefit for doing it greater than the detriment if you don't? So is it something that's for your highest good? So I'm in a great place, and I feel great, and yeah. I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful that I get to do this thing with you um, and have fun, and, and I'm just enjoying the hell out of my life right now. Well, good. So now it's the time to promo everybody one more time before the show ends. So if you'd like to schedule a psychic reading with America's Top 50 Psychic, please go to Rebecca's website. I have everybody hyperlinked to the heavens here. So I can tell you the website, which I'm glad to do. But if you're like, I don't have a pen, I don't know how to write it down, just come back to the show. You can click the link and go to RebeccaFisk.com or IamRebecca.com. Get you to the same place. I hate getting two websites. Shame on me for giving both. But there we go. Double dip, RebeccaFisk.com. Rebecca will give you one amazing reading and ask her how she does her thing when you schedule the appointment. Make sure you mention you heard her here on Rated G Radio for a special first-timers discount. Um, Next week, we're going to have Rob Watson, who leads the charge for Rated LGBT Radio Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, and Mary Lou Monroe Ray, of course. She's on Rated Oz Radio. She interviews some of Australia's finest musician, actors, creative souls, and is always so lovely to have. And finally, of course, Stephanie Gerard is live every first Tuesday of the month on Journey with Stephanie. And I love 
Stephanie's show because she interviews so many different people with different skills and talents that really it's a fun conversation to be part of, and every show is completely unique. And then my shameless plug, go on to Spotify. I'm not even telling you to buy anything, folks. That's how great I am that you will do this. I've got links on to Spotify for my artist page under Blonde Jesus. You can hear my new album called The Musical. Um, also, my Christmas album, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. All original music except for that title track for the Christmas album. And favorite it, share it, tell people to go get me in front of you know, Chris Jenner and that she needs a new high profile client that I promise not to do anything except wear racy underwear and tell people what toned abs I have, because, you know, that's all what I'm about. If you read the news. <laughs> OK, with that, everybody, we're going to be back next week with Rob. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. It's a pleasure to be here. We're also available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. So download us, favorite us and take us with you. We'll see you live next week. Rebecca, I will talk to you. I say talk to you soon, but, you know, it's going to be next month. So have a great week. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. Thank you. Bye, everybody.